0: Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Friday, January 12th, 2024. Today's poem is one of my favorite 20th century poems by Carl Sandburg. It's called Little Word, Little White Bird. Uh, it's lengthy enough that I'll probably just read it once today, Uh Requires little in the way of commentary, except to say that it is an extended uh, example of uh, a poet really having fun with uh, the the act of writing poetry. Uh, it is, on some level, a kind of uh, reflection on that act—the way, especially that a poem or a poet rather develops. Uh, or selects a metaphor, uh, but then uh, it takes us uh, maybe a a level or two deeper uh, by getting us to look at uh, what's at stake when a poet selects a metaphor, and that uh, there are not... uh, The strength of a metaphor isn't just in the eye of the beholder, but that there are good, better, and best Uh, metaphors, especially for things as important as the subject of this poem. Here is Little Word, Little White Bird. Love. Is it a cat with claws and wild mate screams in the black night? Love. Is it a bird, a goldfinch with a burnish on its wingtips or a little gray sparrow picking crumbs, hunting crumbs? Love, is it a tug at the heart that comes high and costs, always costs, as long as you have it? Love, is it a free, glad spender, ready to spend to the limit and then go head over heels in debt? Love, can it hit one without hitting two and leave the one lost and groping? Love, can you pick it up like a mouse and put it in your pocket and take it to your room and bring it out of your pocket and say, Oh, here is my love, my little, pretty, mousy love. Yes, love, this little word you hear about, is love an elephant. And you step out of the way where the elephant comes trampling, tromping, traveling with big feet and long flaps of drooping ears and straight white ivory tusks. And you step out of the way with respect. With high respect and surprise, near to shock, as you say, dear God, he's big, big like stupendous, is big, heavy, and elephantine, and funny, immense, and slow, and easy. I'm asking, is love an elephant? Or could it be love is a snake, like a rattlesnake, like a creeping, winding, slithering rattlesnake with fangs, Poison fangs, they tell me. And when the bite of it gets you, then you run crying for help if you don't fall cold and dead on the way. Can love be a snake? Or would you say love is a flamingo with pink feathers, a soft sunset pink, a sweet, gleaming, naked pink? And with enough long pink feathers, you could make the fan for a fan dance and hear a person telling their lover, Speak, my chosen one, and give me your wish as to what manner of fan dance you would have for me in the cool of evening with a black velvet sheen of midnight. Could it be love is a flamingo? Or is love a big red apple, and you don't know whether to bite into it, and you knock on wood and call off your luck numbers and hold your breath, and put your teeth into it and get a mouthful, tasting all there is to it, and whether it's sweet and wild or a dry mush you want to spit out, "'It's something else than you expected. "'I'm asking, sir, is love a big red apple? "'Or maybe love is goofer dust. "'I hadn't thought about that. "'Or you go to the goofer tree at midnight and gather the leaves "'and crush them into fine dust. "'Very fine dust, sir. "'And when your man sleeps, you sprinkle it in his shoes and he's helpless.' And from then on, he can't get away from you. He's snared and tangled and can't keep from loving you. Could goofer dust be the answer? And I've heard some say love is a spy and a sneak, a blather, a gabby mouth, tattling and tittering as it tattles. And you believe it, take it to heart and nurse it like good news, like heaven sent news meant for you and you only precious little you. Have you heard love comes creeping and cheating like that? And are they, after beguiling and befoozling us when they tell us love is a rose, a red, red rose, the mystery of leaves folded over and under, and you can take it to pieces and throw it away, or you can wear it for a soft spot of crimson in your hair, at your breast, and you can waltz and tangle wearing your sweet crimson rose, and take it home and lay it on a windowsill and see it, until one day you're not careful, and it crackles into dust in your hand, and the wind whisks it whither you know not, whither you care not, for it is just one more flame of a rose that came with its red blush and crimson bloom and did the best it could with what it had, and nobody wins, nobody loses, and what's one more rose when on any street corner in bright summer mornings you see them with bunches of roses, their hands out toward you calling, "'Roses today, fresh roses, fresh cut roses today!' A rose for you, sir. The ladies like roses. Now is the time. Fresh roses, sir. And I'm waiting. For days and weeks and months, I've been waiting to see some flower seller. One of those hawkers of roses. I've been waiting to hear one of them calling. A cabbage with every rose. A good sweet cabbage with every rose. A head of cabbage for soup, slaw, or stew. Cabbage with the leaves folded over and under like a miracle. And you can eat it. Stand up and walk today, and today only your last chance ahead of cabbage with every single lovely rose. Any time and any day I hear a flower seller so calling, I shall be quick and I shall buy two roses and two cabbages, the roses for my lover and the cabbages for little luckless me. Or am I wrong? Is love a rose you can buy and give away and keep for yourself cabbages, my lord and master cabbages, kind sir? I'm asking, can you? And it won't help any, it won't get us anywhere. It won't wipe away what had been, nor hold off what is to be. If you hear me saying love, the little white bird. And the flight of it so fast, you can't see it. And you know it's there only by the faint whir of its wings. And the hush song coming so low to your ears, you fear it might be silence. And you listen keen, and you listen long. And you know it's more than silence, for you get the hush long song so lovely. It hurts and cuts into your heart. And what you want is to give more than you can get. And you'd like to write it, but it can't be written. And you'd like to sing it, but you don't dare try because the little white bird sings it better than you can. So you listen. And while you listen, you pray. And after you pray, you meditate then pray more. And one day, it's as though the great slow wind had washed your clean and strong inside and out. And another day, it's as though... had gone to sleep in an early afternoon sunfall and your sleeping heart dumb and cold as a round polished stone and the little white birds hush song telling you nothing can harm you the days to come can weave in and weave out and spin their fabrics and designs for you and nothing can harm you unless you change yourself into a thing of harm nothing can harm you the little white bird is my candidate Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the little white bird you can't see, though you can hear its hush song, and when you hear that hush song, it's love. And I'm ready to swear to it. You can bring a stack of affidavits, and I'll swear to it and sign my name to every last one, so help me, God. And if a fat, bumbling, shopworn court clerk tells me, hold up your hand, I'll hold up my hand all right. And when he bumbles and mumbles to me like I was one more witness, it was work for him to give the oath to. When he blabs, you do solemnly swear, so help you God, that in this cause you will tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I'll say to him, I do. And I'll say to myself, and no thanks to you. And you could be more immaculate with the name of God. I am done. I have finished. I give you the little white bird. And my thanks for your hearing me and my prayers for you, my deep, silent prayers. This has been the Daily Poem. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. Of course, we know how much... Uh, That support means I hope you do, too. In the meantime, on behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, uh, the inimitable David Kern, our tireless engineer, Logan Green, etc., etc., I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.